it's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. The alternative side is it just dragged on for like seven years. Uh, <laughs> just the worst when podcasts don't realize that it's time to call it quits. But After, what, seven years, 300, mm-hmm. I don't know, spitball in here, 79 episodes, <laughs> 80 if you count a lost episode. Kyle. I don't want it to commute for that as well sure. as this. Sure, sure. Are you going to be the number one guy? Or you're going to be the number two guy? No longer am I taking the second banana. <laughs> I'm a driver. Right. Okay? okay. In fact, this whole idea of host slash co-host, I'm pitching no co-host. No co-host. Let me run. Actually, that sounds terrifying. I don't know. Like, now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Back for another week, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it, listen, you know how business goes. It's cut and dry and A to Z and doesn't exist because I haven't sent an email back to this guy. Okay. All right. So you've done nothing. No, no. Um, <laughs> you know, it's partially on me. Partially. It didn't. He reach out to Listen, you. A lot of people would place the blame evenly here. Uh, this. <laughs> so, so how, how much of the blame are you willing to take in, in hmm. case you're not uh, familiar? Those clips in the intro were, you talking about how you're you're you got one foot out the door here. Yeah, hitting the hitting the big time. Hitting the road. Kicking the kicking the bricks. Uh yeah. That's what they it, call it. Hmm. I you know, I I'll take half. Half the blame. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a that's generous of Thank you. you. Thank you. And I know a lot of people are saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like Listen, the initial discussion was, can you cut together some audio of you talking about these specific things? And, you know, to be honest with you, the answer is no. So, like, doing fake sports reports or something like that? I wouldn't do that. Like, talking about the big big hoopla at training camp? Well, the idea was I was going to go take some of the audio from when I went on uh, the big weekend last year. Uh, talking about Lyre in January, talking about the Lions, and then what take that? some. That was uh, the podcast hit I did with the uh, editor of the Big Lead, Kyle Coster, mm. and talked Lions after their uh, regular season ending win over the Green Bay Packers. Yes, and I was going to mix in also some audio talking about the Tigers, which I hadn't mm. done really since uh, like sports tape, but mm-hmm. it's still all the same. It, yeah, I, in my mind, I'm showing him I can competently speak, but boy. The idea of going back and cutting together five to ten minutes between those oh, two, awful. you know, throwing it up on YouTube, waiting. So, so basically, you reached out to him initially to. Yeah. You, were you hoping that he would just say, "Yep, you're hired"? Well, I'd send a link to our content, right? So I figure I, my hope. I mean, that was, should get you the job right off the bat. The resume of my podcasting history. Should have been enough did to you, secure a co-hosting gig. Did you send him on some... a TBD local sports, you know, wrap them up weekly show? Did right? you send him any a little off topic? No, God, no. Uh, I don't even know where those exist. What anymore. were uh, riding, riding, the, riding pine. the pine? So yeah, my podcasting career started. Uh, why I consider myself a pioneer in the industry. <laughs> mm. 
Some say Joe Rogan got his ideas from you. Well, how long has Rogan been doing it? You know, when did that when did that quack start his podcast? <laughs> right? Because if you ask me, they've all been most of them have been following in the footsteps of me. Huh. Okay? This was 2010. Wow. When I started. Wow. And I know that because I was an intern on that little radio show you guys do mm-hmm. over there every day. Yeah. Still doing it, by the way. Are you serious? Yeah, still still on the Just air. Just a couple of AMs hanging out? Or? <laughs> I got us on ham radio now. That's right. So you guys are just CBing directly to the local <laughs> truckers. Just hoping there's a freeway around yeah. that you can get a, a yeah. bundle yeah. at once. That's, Break, that's Breaker, breaker. There's a, a, a mix up on the 110. Now listen, that's nice, and you know I don't I don't uh, smite anybody for making money, however they need to do it. You know? Appreciate that. Uh, by the way, it should be noted, we're recording this on a Friday night. It's yeah. now ten eighteen p.m. Yeah, yeah. This is this, gonna be a short one. This is the third time that we've started this podcast. It's we, actually it's it's actually hard for me right now to not be to be my joyous normal self. Oh yeah, that is how I'd describe you. Uh, we started, we've had this issue that pops up from time to time. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it with our piece of equipment that records everything we do and it'll randomly stop at exactly 10 minutes, the 10 minute mark. So we've re- just referred to it as the 10 minute issue. It'll stop recording at 10 minutes without any input from us. It's not like I'm hitting the button accidentally or we're bumping it or anything. It just stops. And then the file doesn't get saved. I don't know what happens. It becomes corrupt or whatever. So that happened about 45 minutes ago. We just happened to be recording. I I looked down and it was because we have a couple different clocks that run here at the same time. So the one clock said 1022 or 1032 or something. Yeah. Then I looked over to the other one. It had stopped at 10 minutes. And I said, son of a bitch, the 10 minute issue. Tried to find the file. Gone forever. Reluctantly, we started again. Started recording. Got to the one clock said 13 minutes. Yeah. I looked down at the other one, the important one, the one that was recording. It had stopped at 10 minutes again. So we are now on the third attempt. Oh, look at that. We're at 1008, 1009, 1010. Now it it works perfectly fine. Cheers. This was supposed to be a nice, relaxing, yeah, forty to forty-five minute episode where I, you know, I could have a couple of <laughs> and instead, my normal, good-natured, light-hearted, I know, fun-going self is now ruined. Mm-hmm. So, excuse us if this conversation feels less happy and joyous than it should, and. I got to tell you, I, while I really enjoyed our first 10 minutes and 22 seconds of content. That was a good one. The last 13 minutes mm-hmm. was even above that. Yeah. And now they're gone. They're, they've disappeared into the ether. Yeah. And it's hard to repeat. So we tried. Uh, what should we try to recap of the last 13 uh, minutes so people can kind of understand I don't, I a don't few of remember. the polls? I don't even remember. Uh, I hate a lot of businesses. There's hard no's for me on local businesses. That's right, yeah. Soft no's. Yeah, we talked um, about the, the, the businesses that you know maybe you had a bad experience at. Yeah. And I'm never coming back here again. Yeah. But then there's also the ones you're like, ah, 
I mean, it's not the best. Right. I could go 20 minutes further down the road and go to the, the good one that I really want to go to. But this one is a, this one will do. Right. We talked about the, the big box store or the big uh, home improvement stores. You got the blue one. You got the orange one. Mm-hmm. Both of the, they're right next to each other where we are in here in our little neck of the woods. Yeah. Or like, a you know, two blocks away from each other. Yep. I won't go to the blue one anymore. Right. Today I went out. I needed to pick something up. And Some, what's funny something. is I'm the other way. I tr- I really try to not go to the orange. Oh one? no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got the colors mixed up. You're right. I also will not. I will yeah. also actively try to avoid going to the blue one. So I went today. I passed the blue one to go to the orange one to pick up simple stuff. This is a box of screws. Any store, I like. I know for a fact. I know exactly where they are in the blue store. But I know that if I had gone there today, they wouldn't have had them. For whatever reason. So I passed the blue store happily. Went to the orange store. They had it. While I was in there, I realized, oh, I need one more thing. But they didn't have that. I could have turned around and driven one minute to the blue store. But instead, this is at 5 p.m., so rush hour. I decided to drive all the way across town to the green store, which is nowhere near where I needed to be. And I'm curious what goes into that decision for you because... I would, the way you described or or a blue is not as a hard no for you. So, so what was it today? Was it, were you busy? Did something happen earlier today that maybe you're like, you know what? Everything's amped up to 10 (laughs) for whatever reason. And you thought I'm, I'm not doing it today. The hard no is in effect. I think that. I'm leaning more towards the hard no for that store. Really? Because I don't even really consider it an option anymore. Okay. So you're ignoring that it It even exists. It may as well be a pet smart. It could be anything else. I'm just not going to go there. Then there's the other option of the really close uh, mom and pop. Yes. That within the last, I don't know, five, 10 years or whatever, it was bought out by a bigger chain, but it still kind of maintains that. The mom and pop feel. Oh, God, yeah. Just, so you go in there. The electrician who you who was an electrician for forty years now yeah. works there like once or twice a week. Um, the guy that was a contractor or a plumber. So if you need something, you go right up to them and they say, "Oh yeah, you need a, a triple X widget. Here it is. One, two, three. Yeah, but then you're left with fifteen stories about his, you know, how his son in the navy back in the eighties, you know, needed a pipe once. And I just, I can't escape from that disaster yeah. fast enough. I or some much... sob story about how nobody wants to work in the trades anymore. Oh, oh no question. <laughs> well, the most sob story. Like, I know, get... man. That's why I'm fixing this myself. I can't get anyone to come over and fix it for me. And that's a nice tie into what we talked about in uh, uh, episode 1.1 <laughs> tonight, which is how you, I think you would have a very hard time giving up the di the, the home that, repair you had mentioned to me and, and yeah. again this is episode 1.1 and i apologize is, nobody yeah, can hear it gone, gone forever lost to the ether mm-hmm. you said uh because there were there was some tension that i you know i had called your garage that you're in the midst of the build of that we will be talking about here shortly yeah. a money losing time wasting venture yeah I, i'm i'm and you had said that i take you, umbrage with that right and you had said when i said well 
you told me this was years ago after you moved in. You said this is the quote unquote forever house, which for years I've been joking that, you know, you've moved a dozen times and right. whatever. Again, one one time more than you have. Feels like more. One <laughs> time, And you guys are in the process. Uh, you're in the very early stages yeah. of. So once you make your move. You'll still be like six ahead. We, but neither we, here we, nor there. We will be even, to be clear. You had talked about how when the kids are gone, you're going to a condo. And yeah. I, I just simply refuse to believe that you're going to allow an HOA uh, Johnny Repair to come in and fix your dishwasher line. I think, I, I think I'm going to. Because there's a difference, as we talked about, between letting someone mow your lawn. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, yeah. Which, again. Forget that, man. I if, if that, I don't know why I can't just pull the trigger on that. Because it's not super expensive. If you had to pick today. Today. You had the cash. You and Annette talked about it. You said, hey. Disposable income wise, we could make this happen because I know roughly what that. Uh, the I had, I had talked to my neighbor um, last summer, and he was like, "Man, I gave up. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it anymore." So he hired a company that does that cuts his grass all season, that comes out and does leaf collection in the fall, and then they also plow his driveway all winter long. Same company, just pays them, and it was, I think he said, $1,100 for the year. So you break that down, it's less than $100 a month. Um, can you relist all the amenities sure. there included? Cut the grass, so they yep. come out, they cut sure. the grass, do all the trimming and everything. They come back out in the fall, do leaf collection. I think they come out like three or four times, Okay. do all the leaf collection, and then they plow his driveway all winter. Oof. Okay, so, so it's a duel, right? You're, you're getting... You're getting everything. I don't. I like that idea. I do like that idea. But let's say let's let's just stick it with just mowing the lawn, just yeah. yard work. You and Annette, you say we had disposable income today. Yeah. Yard work, house cleaning. You have someone to come clean your house once a week, whatever, uh-huh. once every two. What do you choose? What do you lean? What do you prefer more? Um, I would probably have someone come and clean the house. You would choose house cleaning. Yeah. And I would bet, I mean, 1100 I'm assuming over the year, weekly house cleaning would cost more than that. I also don't know. Yeah, I have no uh, idea. I, That's not not in never, the purview. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never priced that. I feel like I have enough anxiety that getting a house cleaner, I would still be like, well, I can't have uh, dirty this. That's the thing. Around. So I, I'm doing cleaning, and I've, then the cleaning person's coming. I've talked to people who have had that same issue before. Where they have somebody who cleans their house like once a week, but they all have said the same thing that they clean in anticipation of the person coming to clean. That's stupid. I know, but then you're also like, well, I don't want to. Well, I don't want you know this person to see a, a filthy bathroom or toilet or right. tub. But that's literally that's what they're job. coming. No, for. I understand. I, yeah. I, it, but I couldn't get rid of it. I think. I also think me choosing mowing the lawn is more selfish than choosing the house cleaning. I think joy, yeah. if you had to pick your joy of knowing that you were coming home on a Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day of the week, does not matter, and you know that either your lawn is mowed or your house is going to be, not saying like deep cleaned like you're getting ready for a move, but right, it's but very clean, yeah, exactly. vacuumed, glass clean, yep. bathrooms, whatever. What brings you more joy? Mm. You, I'm not talking about, you know, the family, how you think everybody else will interpret what it. What would bring me You, Steve, more, what I do you think, think you're happier? I think the, the house being cleaned. You think so? Yeah. 
Because I think in general, like if, you know, if we're looked at as the people who generally mow the lawn, which at my house, it's not, it's probably about 50, 50 between me and Katie. And she just, I'll be, she gets home a little before I'm done with uh, Mm. work in the basement. I'll hear the mower rip in the backyard and she's just starting to go Mm. on it. But there's something about family and having the kids in your case, kids and me and Mm. kid and just never, ever, ever being able to clean up your house where you think it should be because you're chasing toys, you're chasing yep. food, there's dogs, there's, it that's does not been, matter. That's been difficult. That's been very difficult to, to kind of give up on that. Right. I mean, at some point you just have now, to say, I'll try to get it after they're in bed. That being said, uh, Annette does the majority of the cleaning within the house. Um, I do like, I am, always on top of doing dishes and things like that. Um, but when it comes to like vacuuming or swiffering the floors, that's always her. But then the outside stuff, that's always me. The cutting the grass, the doing the leaves, the shoveling the snow or, or doing the um, snowblower. But certain things I am going to have no problem handing that off. But the, ma- the typical to- maintenance stuff, do it. Okay. But in general, like I to back to our original point before getting sidetracked, I think you would have a hard time with anything more than that hmm. allowing someone else to take over. And I'm talking about those projects like, again, d- leak in the dishwasher, right? Or toilet, uh, the yeah. toilet keeps running. It's weird though. There's there's a a threshold like repairs. I want someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. But like updates or upgrades or something like that, I kind of want to have more of a part in it. That being said, though, I've hired a town drunk Rusty. He's painted half of my house oh, at this that point. Big buffoon. <laughs> Painting's different. Painting is different. Any because, any idiot oh. with two eyes and a few fingers can get that yeah. done. And I'm not sold that you need both eyes. Yeah. yeah. No question. He. I mean, he's living proof. I don't. Does he, does he have two eyes? It is hard to tell. It's probably not fair to speculate. You know, does he got one that maybe dangles a little bit and, you know, gives caution that he doesn't have two fully operational? Maybe. Maybe. I saw him drink paint once. Or at least what he, you know, ended up on your wall. (laughs) Right? The gallon you paid for. Yeah, he drank half of it. Half mixed with, you know, Heaven Hill vodka down his gullet. That's right. No offense. No, he, no. Does, he does great work, though. Fantastic. If you need a painter in the area, please let us know. I'm sure he'd love to do it. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what we talked about in episode 1.1. Right. Uh, a little bit of 1.2. Mm-hmm. So now that we've given uh, as much of a recap without simply trying to repeat our conversation, mm-hmm. um, I need to ask, you're, you're flying solo this weekend. I am. Which I'm assuming means full garage build focus. Yeah. And... Uh, eventually, I don't know if it'll be tonight. Uh, I, I need to get to the, the big question I have mm-hmm. about the garage. Okay. But I, I would like to ask, how is it going? And two, uh, is there a time frame where we're going to be able to do a live episode out there here? Sure. Uh, in the near future? I would think it within the next month. Okay. And really, all we need for that is, well, apparently we don't need a mixer because this thing barely <laughs> works. So we might as well just yell into the trees. Yeah. Uh, is just a roof, really, just based on the yeah, weather, and right? The roof, the roof is. That's what I was working on. It's funny because uh, I had sent you a text the other day saying, 
hey, what do you think about recording on Friday night? My family's out of town. That's right. It'll give us a chance to sit around drinking a dope beverage and two soda pop. And um, so you replied and you're like, yeah, what were you thinking? What what time? And I was like, I don't know. Whenever, you know, because you have uh, 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 obviously bedtime to contend with for, right. for Reed. So I said, whatever works, really. And then I think earlier today, we were texting back and forth and you said, all right, what are you thinking for tonight? And I was like, well, we can do tonight or right. we can stick to the original plan, which was tomorrow, or we can do Sunday too. I'm I'm pretty open. And you replied and said, all right, let's just do tomorrow then. Right. So I was like, all right, no problem. So I was out in the yard. I was out in the backyard all afternoon working and I just figured, all right, no problem. I will uh, just work until it's dark which I did. It was, yeah. I'm coming down off the roof and I happened to grab my phone and look at it. And I had like four missed texts from you saying, crap, why did I say tomorrow? I meant today. So at this point it's almost nine o'clock. And I was like, well, if you still want to record, yeah, no problem. Just give me a half hour. I got to jump in and take a shower and grab something to eat. So yeah, it's at this point, uh, 1030 on a Friday night. Let, let me ask but, you, you said something that raised an eyebrow there for me a little bit. What do you got? Work until nighttime, which again sounds like the the start of a Springsteen song. Yeah, yeah, working, working on the roof. But you said you're on the roof. Yeah, and it's dark. Well, it was. I was coming down. Uh, it wasn't. Dark. It was still light out, but it was at that right. point you where could, I was it's like, "It's not like you were like hoping you didn't nail something into your." No, no, no. It was finger. probably eight thirty or so. Eight thirty, eight forty-five, when I came down off the roof and just it took me. 15 or 20 minutes to clean up all my tools and everything throw right. back in the shed. Because so, how would Annette feel? She didn't, she wasn't comfortable with during the day, you and I tag teaming a cherry picker <laughs> to pull the dead trees. So, um, and, and we all know Annette doesn't listen. Well, let's say Annette finds it's, out it's a good thing. It's a good thing that you were up there pounding away on the roof. Well, she knew. Okay. She, she FaceTimed me while I was on the roof. When she was putting the kids to bed because I, you know, they, I wanted to say goodnight to them. But, um, so I'm up there. My goal is to get as much of the roof done this weekend as I can. So hopefully within the next week or two, we'll be, it'll have a full roof on it. It just depends on when I get time. But I had a near death experience tonight. What? It was terrifying. I nearly, okay. So is this type of thing that's going to. You know, are you moving some hard nose to soft nose now? Are you kind of making amends with <laughs> a lot of people that type of near death? Dude, this was this had the potential to be bad. Very, very bad. Like, if not death, very, very injured. Okay, and we all know I've been the go-to for rides. Was I the... I, before I know the, the any detail of this. Here's what I found. Whoa. What is... The phone call. Who are you going to first? With the wife being an hour and a half away, and honestly, uh-huh. if the wife was uh, eighteen feet away, uh-huh. I don't know if it would have made a difference. I still feel like you would have had to go through the Rolodex. Um, Who's the call for you if it goes the way that you're about to imply? Nine one one. That it's that yeah. much. It's not like it's not Justin. With it's not. Justin, with the wire, are you outside? I mean, maybe. I would probably scream and okay. hope that someone right. heard me. Well, we know the Frisboers are turning off the lights. Frisboers, yeah. Closing yeah, the blinds. Exactly. That relationship has, will not be mended. Love to see you admit that. <laughs> um, So I'm up on the roof. I'm 
pulling plywood up onto the roof, nailing it down. Okay. This is it's so basically I have to walk from one truss to the other. Like just the wooden trusses are the only thing that are up there. I went so out. That's, that's, it's kind of a ba- that's a balancing act. It's a very it is indeed a balancing right. act. The first piece is the hardest because kind of sets the pace for the rest of it. You got to get that one so perfectly lined up and exactly where it needs to be. So it took me about a half hour to get that first piece exactly where I needed it, nailed down, bing, bang, boom. Second piece goes up a little bit quicker. Not a problem. Third piece goes up and I'm nailing it down. And then I turned around because I wanted to go and put a nail kind of in each, like one in each side just to hold it in place while I was making sure everything was straight. So you've done one. You've done one. I have two. I have two. Okay. So, so that are can, right next to each other long ways. Can you describe then your confidence between before you put number one in and now after you've done two? Has your confidence grown? Or are you still very tepid? Uh, it's grown because now I have an area to walk on at least. A flat area that is four feet wide, 16 feet long. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. Get that third piece on there. And as I turned to nail down one side, I stepped in a spot where there was no plywood and I fell. Like one leg went straight through. The other leg luckily was on the other side of a joist. So I kind of caught myself, but I swung down and hit my head right above my eyebrow on one of the joists and then caught myself with my arms uh, and dangled there basically. And I laid there and then I had to pull myself back up and then I sat on the roof and I laid down and I said, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? That's a real come to Jesus. Cause what, it, it, it what it, I mean, feet wise, what's the estimate on that? If you were to go all the way to the ground, 12 to 13 feet to concrete and I'm going face first. So if you're going face for boy, I mean, let's say you can recover and you're just laying, whatever you're well, landing there, on your there arm is see the, there, there's a folding table down there. Yeah. So what a kind of been WWE hell in a cell style. Oof. I consider myself a, a Mick Foley in that, in that oh, do instance. You? Yeah. Like you would have gone through the cell landed just as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just an imaginary undertaker throwing me off. It's throwing me off the top of the cage through the broadcast. How table. close? I mean, if you could quantify like like was this a rare save like is this a one out of ten save a five out of ten save like how often does this end with you actually going through do you think i i have no idea i can't quantify that but i was terrified sure was that the end of the night for you surprisingly no okay see (laughs) So no lesson no. learned in this regard. No, I think I learned my lesson. I I, I learned that I needed to um, make sure that there was a floor when I was walking somewhere. Um, I was a little more, I, I think I got a little bit confident because I had two pieces up and I was like, hey man, you are cooking with gas now, buddy. Let's go do this. And then, ugh. So when do you think, is it tomorrow morning? Where, you know, sun comes up, you got morning coffee, you've, you know, you're by yourself. So you got your left hand down your pants, 
right hand on the cup, steam rolling up as you're looking out that back yeah. window at the garage. Yeah, of course, it's tea, though. We, we know. Oh, sorry. That's right. It's tea o'clock somewhere. As you're looking at that garage, it when does it does it give you any pause before you're climbing back up there to finish the job? Or do you think tomorrow's just going to be another one? Like, hey, right. fluke, I know I need to take a, a, you know, take a breath between movements and make sure I know where I'm putting my feet at all times. That's it. That's it. But you don't think, do you think at some point tomorrow it's going to, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's half the day, you're going to realize, hey, I'm a little more uh, rattled than I thought I might be. Well, I mean, I, I came in the house, I took like four ibuprofen because my head was, it was ringing pretty loudly. So yeah. I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if I wake up tomorrow with a black eye, honestly, because it was like basically my eyebrow. Uh, so I think if I wake up tomorrow and I look in the mirror and I have a, a nice shiner of a black eye, I might possibly be a little bit more likely to be somewhat more careful. <laughs> I've never heard more hedging in my life and I gamble on sports. <laughs> So you said you were on the phone with your wife when you were on the roof. Have you reported this entire situation? Absolutely not. To your wife. So no. Because what do you think? Look, would she listener, then tell look, you, listeners? Hey, it's me, Steve. It's just us here. Me, you, listening to this podcast with your your earbuds in. Leanne, I'm especially talking directly to you. I swear to God on everything that's holy. (laughs) If you tell my wife that I nearly took a header off of the unbuilt, unfinished garage, I I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. In fact, I'll probably do nothing. I have a feeling I know what will happen. Just please, just keep this between us. Okay? I'll give you money. Good. So we're again back in the red. How's how's forty dollars sound to you? Isn't this what the former president just got indicted for? Are we know, you know paying touch money. Look, things happen. I'm right. glad well, you're now, okay. Now that, now that we got this out of the way, but are you like is this? I, I, that, I, this that is was, this is dumb. This is dumb for even me to ask. It, that legitimately rattled me. I'll be checking on you tomorrow. Okay. Um, to see how you felt walking up there or climbing up there, whatever you do, um, to make sure that you know you're still comfortable, mm-hmm. not free to help. <laughs> I mean, I got like six sheets of plywood up there now. There's all kind. Of, we could play a hockey game up there if I you just, wanted. I sure hope you have enough fingers left to dial nine one one if. This header Look, happens. The fingers have never been an issue. I'm fine. I haven't almost cut fingers off. I even rented this piece of equipment that lifts stuff up onto the roof for me. Really? Yeah. Do you is Annette at the point now yet where is this something she's like, God, I just want this one done again? <laughs> Honestly, either she's completely lying. Yeah. But I don't think she is. I think she's honestly excited for me. Do you think it? Like, boy, I, she might be feigning this excitement. I but hesitate. Like yeah. I, I talked to her right before you got here, and she was like, "So how much did you get done? Tell me about it. What's going on?" And yeah, I, and I 
told her about it. And I mean, I, I know that she's not interested. I know that she's interested because I'm excited about it, but I know that I know my wife does not care about plywood sheathing on the sure. roof. So outside of when this is done and she walks in there and you excitedly show her the, you know, the boring bare walls and the truck sitting in the middle of it. And you know, huh? Huh? And you're just trying to get a reaction. When do you think she'll set foot in there again after that? Oh, never. Never. Like when you guys move to make sure all the stuff's out, maybe? No, she won't care because it's all my stuff. Right. There's not going to be anything in there that she cares about. And I know this is quite possibly the dumbest question I could ask you, knowing the history behind this question that I'm about to ask you. I've asked you this no, a number of times. Oh, boy, I can't wait. And I would argue you've lied now a number of times. Is this the last big DIY project at the Steve and Annette house? DIY? I can't imagine doing something bigger than this on my own. I mean, I'm, I'm, this isn't just renovating. This isn't yeah. like when we redid the floors in the house. Right. This is permit in the front this window, right? Like, yeah. This is, there was nothing and now there is something. Right. I, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I haven't enjoyed the process. It's you and I differ. It's, it's been fun for me. I like the whole process of starting with nothing, ending up ending up with something. I've never done anything nearly on this scale. Sure. So for me, it's very satisfying to see it all come together. I'm enjoying that. Um, has it been difficult? Yeah. I've had nearly no help, but also, I'm also nearly died. But but I'm strangely kind of proud of that. So now, if somebody were to say. Hey, do you need a hand? I'd be like, I'd probably say, you know, I think I'm okay. I'm good. Cause I want to finish this myself. I want to have that, like that little badge of honor to say, that's right. I built that. I did everything. I didn't do the concrete, so I didn't do everything, but I did most of it. So there's nothing in your head that you're, when you wrap this up, mm-hmm. You're going to be, you know, you're juiced up. You're all like, oh, yeah. Are you going to be, are you going to be, you know, are you going to be like walking around the upstairs going, feels a little uh, hollow. I think I should fill these walls with cement or something like that. Just like searching for the next thing to do. I can guarantee you. I I I know this has been said before, by the way. Well, I can guarantee you. That I will not fill my walls with cement. <laughs> Even like ankle high? I mean, here's good for insulation. <laughs> really? Well, tell me more. I uh, mean, before I seal this uh, guarantee. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, a couple thousand bags of quickcrete <laughs> and a hose, and you're going to have a house that no tornado or earthquake is going to yeah. mess around with. Yeah. Um, I, mm, boy, yeah. I can't imagine I would ever do something on this scale on my own again. Which is fair. Now, if that's not to say that like 10 years from now, if we want to do a, a big renovation in the house, yes. like I'm not going to do it. I may chip in here and there like, oh, I'll help do some of the demo, but I'm not doing anything this big again. All right. 
I, look, see that? <laughs> no, no, I do. That's my whole. My, that's my hand. I'm just telling hold, you. You got a Bible? If I were, I'll put, a, I'll put my hand on a Bible. Bible. If I were, I'll put a, my hand on your silly little storybook. <laughs> if I were a better podcaster, I would have. I would have that cut up. Yeah. Of what? Yeah. Can I you make, can't can you, say. Can you one, put together a reel of all of my guarantees? That's the thing. With 100 percent certainty, I can't sit here and tell you the times you said it exactly. But I would argue anec- anecdotally. I would, boy, I'd be willing to put a big chunk of change or something on saying you've said similar or almost verbatim words before. And it I, may have I'm, been after. The, I am not guaranteeing that I will never do a project again because no, that's just not going to happen. Right, no. But this scale, this is a huge thing. Like I'll probably build another studio at some point because we're like, you know that that's going to happen. I think the next time one of us moves, this has to end. That would be great. <laughs> Save me a little bit of money. Got an extra like hour, hour and a half every week. Let, but the, it's basically uh, like a leap year. I'm going to say a few <laughs> more. A whole extra day. <laughs> I'll post on the poll. Is is canceling the pod, is ending the podcast basically another leap year? Yeah. Well, you figure, let's see, that would free up uh, roughly 52 to 65 hours a year. Mm-hmm. That's like a triple leap year. Let me, I'm going to say something to you and it's not a lot of words, but it's something you've mentioned to me in the past because you, and it's not as big as the garage because honestly, nothing would be until you install your pool, (laughs) which we all know is inevitably coming. No, uh, I mean, maybe one of those inflatable ones, Evelyn will say one thing about it. And next thing you know, you're going to have an in-ground pool. Yeah. No question. You know, I know that I'm going to build her a tree house at some point. Christ, if I can bring you a level, I'm all on board. Because the last thing you built for your daughter is the most ramshackle thing you've ever done in your own home. What is that? The sideways swing set. Oh, it's a little sideways. It's no big deal. I mean, sure, swings aren't supposed to go left or right. No, honey. Talk on the inside <laughs> half of the swing. Dad, I'm wrapped around the pole again. So I'm... I'm I'm curious where you're going to land because I think you might have to backtrack a touch. Mm -hmm. It's not as big as the garage. Granted, that's fair. Yeah. The, uh, the, would you call that the three season room? Yeah. The, the sunroom sunroom. That thing's got to come down. See, is that, I would argue like come Mm -hmm. down to get rid of, but no, because this was a couple of years ago and it was off air. You had talked about the initial plan with that. Pull that thing down, mm-hmm. but expand your kitchen. Oh, they, ask my wife. She has she has it planned. So I'm saying this it, from not size wise. I'm not building a kitchen. Okay, so you're <laughs> telling me that is I a am. that's an official on the books yeah. in 2023. Steve, mm-hmm. cut the check moment. In 20, well, it's not no, happening no, this no, year. No, I'm saying like in 2023, we can say that. Yes. That Steve Absolutely. will be cutting the check. Until, you know, you see a guy with a couple hammers walking around. You're like, you mind if I get in there with a crowbar? I got a hammer, too. Like I said, I may, nail up there I may take part in, uh, oh, you can save three grand if you do the demo yourself. Sure. Okay. The sunroom, I think, is coming down sooner than later because now the ceiling is leaking. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm tell- it's leaking and it's all leaking onto the couch. So now the couch smells like mildew. This screams to me. Where 
the idea is, yeah, you know, you know, whatever, 25, 26, 27, whatever. Because you don't have a firm plan. No. And you shouldn't have to. That's not what I'm implying. No, no, no. What, you know, these things are, one, in, uh, absurdly expensive, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work. I'm and- kind of looking forward to demoing the sunroom, though. That'll be a lot of fun. So this screams to, to me, though. Swing some hammers? Oh, God, no. I'm going to tie the Comanche to it and just rip it down. <laughs> this screams that, you know, winter, maybe this winter, based on what you're telling me right now, snowstorm, January, February, where we get dumped with 30 inches over a week. Oh, that roof and it's collapse. just It's going to collapse. So then what? I'm kind of hoping it collapses so that way I can call my homeowners and be like, oh, roof collapsed. Right. And then so you at least you'll have a dollar amount so you can then start calling the people to say, well, I've got this much to build a gigantor chicken or chicken kitchen. <laughs> can you help? Yeah. Can I build a kitchen for four grand? <laughs> In, yeah. Just start putting, you know, just. Go tell insurance you have fake, uh, real gold in there. Mm-hmm. So when it collapses, yeah. it's all covered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that is that is kind of my hope is that this winter we get a lot of snow and it just collapses. <laughs> There's nothing in there that's of any importance to me. No, but it would really fit just you around this neighborhood. <laughs> it would. Like you being the guy who this, just, I got this brand new fancy garage. Yes. And I, got, and I got three feet of snow in my sunroom. Cause the roof collapsed. And then and just, I just, and I just don't care. And then just tarps because it's January. Right. Yeah. And nobody's coming out to, to nope. do anything in January, uh-huh. February. So then you just got waving, flapping tarps yep. that are driving all your neighbors nuts yeah. with piles of lumber. That have fallen in. Well, good. Oh, I look forward to it. I look forward to the day that thing collapses. Just I unbelievable. Can't I can't wait. Unbelievable. I love it. Okay. <sighs> I'm, listen, I'm happy for you with this garage. Thank you. And I'm going to, next next week, I'm definitely getting to the, the big question I have for you about it. And it's not difficult. So I'm going to give you a week to... To, to think it over. Okay. Right. And I think I asked you this when, you know, we, un, we unveiled the news here on the podcast mm-hmm. and it's just why, <laughs> right? It's just why I want it's, you to okay. just stew on that for okay. a week. For I, a I have an answer right now for you. I, no, I don't want, I don't I want it because I want to give you some context because when I, when we unveiled the news, I, you know, I, you had about nine posts on the year Mm-hmm. from Second Chance Jeeps, and two of them were about the cardboard model that you had built. Uh, that's a balsa wood model. Sorry, balsa wood. I apologize. I couldn't tell from the pictures. I don't... I'm not sure... Uh, I, I meant to ask you back then, but I'm not sure why you're, like, connecting the two. No, I'm just saying the Second Chance Jeeps had been, in terms of large scope mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. in terms of, I need, the you know, a hoist or a lift and this yeah. and that... For all intents and purposes, with the current Comanche, mm-hmm. those are th- th- that's over. Uh, if you would please call it the Manche. Sorry, the Manche, that's over, right? Yeah, but it, as as I've talked about many times, that will not be my last project that I work on. On like a different Jeep, or this still current Jeep? Or do you have big plans to oh, transform there's still, it? There's still plenty of things that I would love okay. to do to it. I'm just curious because this no, is I'm a thinking very about going big a, thing. Thinking about going a pre-runner, maybe getting some Hahnemann glass fenders for it. What oh, do you God. think about that? I have no idea. For maybe a, a, some long travel suspension. 
I don't know if our music works, but please play somewhere from the heavens. Hold on, let me uh, let me check over here to see if. Well, that's it for this week. <laughs> Next week, we got to get to my recap of the big wrestle fest. Yes, um, I want to hear all about it. Relatively, you, you it sent me a text during that. I think, or you sent me a text. I with, did, and honestly, I read that and I was like. Seems familiar, yeah, and I don't know why. This is the problem with us not recording this summer as much as we have. We had a full fledged talk about my wonder of the fascination of how they built that curved ramp at the arena for the wrestlers to run down. And <laughs> that's right, and this thing that's for some reason I read this text and I thought you were talking about like parking ramp or and it delivered. <laughs> okay, do you have? You have any any photos, any video? No, not at a good angle to get a good picture myself. I'm sure we can find it on the internet, yes, though. Yes, there will be. There, there's plenty that I can pull up, and you're not. Listen, let me tell you, you're going to be blown away. We'll get to that next week. I, boy, talk about the A bit. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that that's right up there on the Mount Rushmore of teases. And that is a reason to tune in. All right, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We will talk to you next week. I mean, I'm tempted to just start recording next week's episode right now. No reason to stop. Roll into the next one. Talk to you next week. See you.